thanks for joining me in the podcast. I understand that you make tiny drawings. I do. Is that accurate? (laughs) I have a lot of questions, but I'll start with a simple one. Why? (laughs) Why would you do this? I'm really bored. I like making tiny drawings because I like working within constraints. And what I've discovered as I've gotten older is that um, working inside of constraints can actually increase creativity rather than restrain it. I love the challenge of creating more with less and knowing that there is a point where I where I need to stop <laughs> or my tiny drawing will just be a black square. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm someone who needs boundaries. I need constraints to be efficient um, and to be productive. And uh, it's just it's just something that I stumbled upon and it's worked for me. I like it because it helps me keep an eye on sustainability, not just from the standpoint of materials, but with my time. So you're not an artist by trade. And by that, I mean, this isn't something that you've been doing for your whole life. How long have you been doing it? Not an artist by trade. Um, no formal training. But it's funny. I started drawing um, pen and paper uh, about a year ago. But I don't think of myself differently now. I think I've always had the same mindset. It's just come out in different ways. More than an artist, I, th- I think I would just think of myself as, uh, I like bringing ideas to life. I like creating. Um, and in student programs, that was um, helping students bring an idea that they had about a career to life or bringing um, an instructional idea to the classroom in the form of a workshop. So creating these things. So tiny art just became another another platform to do what my mind just sort of tends to want to do anyway. You talk with me a little bit about the importance of drawing. Uh, Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I think drawing is an innate human skill, and it's something that we have used for a very long time to learn, but for whatever reason, the prevailing belief is that if you are going to draw, it should be for artistic purposes in it. You should have the goal in mind of creating fine art, and that's not the case. Drawing can be used for many, many different purposes. In an academic setting, drawings are are very easy, concise uh, ways of communicating ideas and understanding concepts. Um, We're not trying to get something placed in the Louvre, and that's just a a skill that everyone has, and it's neglected lots of times. A lot of people ask me, since I picked up um, art later in life. Oh well, you must you must have this just talent you know, that, that you were born with, and and my answer to them is I don't know. Maybe it comes a little bit easier to me than than some people, but more than anything, this is just something I learned how to do, and that's something that I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for how much we are able to pick up with just a little practice and, and some knowledge. Um, and the same goes for my work with students. In the past, I think a lot of students, when they enter the job market, for example, kind of go in with the assumption of, I am either a great interviewer with a good background, or I'm not. And practicing my interviewing is not really going to have that much of an impact. And it's just not true. You can practice your interviewing and come up with a more compelling story. It's not just about charisma. And the same goes for art. There are processes that you can learn and ways of drawing that you can practice that just with a little time you will get better than you were initially regardless of what talent you were or were not born with. That's good food for thought. That makes me feel like I should start some art. You should. 
Is that what they call it? They call it starting art, right? <laughs> so the way that I got started, I, I'm a perfectionist, right? So I have this big fear of failure, and that was the reason why for years I wanted to draw but really wouldn't do it. So I started out with this little daily drawing community on Twitter, and it's called Shape Challenge. So every day or so, um, this community of people would share a random shape. And then that day, everybody would use that shape to draw something. You know, and sometimes it would be really cool, and sometimes it would be really crazy because you have to work within the constraints of that shape. Another way that I got into it was doing a 30-day drawing competition or challenge where I had to draw within a square inch once a day. And there's just so much you can do at that scale. So again, kind of gave me an out. I looked at it, and it didn't look that great. It's like, eh, well, what can you do within one square inch? So it was a nice little way to, to build up my confidence and get some, some reps in, um, practicing, and then it just became a habit. You know, they say it takes 28 days to, to make a habit after after a month, pretty much built into my, my routine. So that's how you got started at the scale that you operate at now? Yeah, the, the UK House of Illustration, the 30-day drawing challenge. Blake, thank you for uh, being on this podcast. Considering we're working with such a short form, it seemed really appropriate that you would be our first guest. <laughs> tiny drawings, tiny podcast. I like it.